You know what it is. When you hear that. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Yeah. I ain't never seen as many haters in one circle. I ain't never know this many niggas was trying to hurt me. Fire on my right, cause my left wrist look like an igloo. If you heard a room, I bet you heard that I'm real. Gangsta Grizzle. You know what it is. I was gonna give y'all a chance to catch up. When you hear that. Y'all niggas taking too long, no. Yeah. I ain't never seen as many haters in one circle. I ain't never know this many niggas was trying to hurt me. Fire on my right, cause my left wrist look like an igloo. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Julian. I'm here with my co-host, co-producer, Small Town EP. Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? How you doing, man? Everything's good. It's, it's, it's warm. It's getting hot. It's not even warm. It's hot in New York City right now, middle of April. It's Sergio's birthday. Shout out to Sergio. It's my, my barber, my brother. Um back in florida it's That's his fine. birthday tonight well all day more <laughs> life it's life it's the 13th right we get into friday so you know it's a thursday night episode as it goes um more life to sergio my birthday season is upon us more life to my sister who just turned 40 on easter sunday on the 9th That's um, beautiful. my mother will be turning another year older uh the weekend at the week after my birthday, so the thirtieth. So, I'm on the twenty fourth. She's on the thirtieth. So, shout out to you know birthday season. Shout out to the air, you know the little Aries right now doing their thing, whatever, whatever. But big Taurus gang is about to pull up right now. <laughs> the NFL very draft, very yo, e, screw all that. The NFL draft is in two weeks, yo, and we're gonna we're gonna get way more, you know, detailed on that within these next two weeks uh, because I'll kind of lay it out. I don't like to talk about the draft in February, March, because one, that's like free agency time for the NFL. It's like the end of the season to free agency time. And, you know, you have to let things play out. And as far as the draft, even if you do it the day before, you know, that's going to be your best chance to guess everything right. But you never know. (laughs) What's nah, going to yeah, come with don't. draft night? You know what I mean? So it's like you got to just take it from there and, and enjoy it as it is. But obviously it's always fun to to guesstimate and do a mock or think about where guys are going to go because we're fans of the game. But, um, you know, I don't I don't like to just deep dive into mock draft 1.0, 2.0, 3.0 for those reasons. However, it's all good. It'll be here in two weeks and we'll be we'll be covering that for sure. Lamar Jackson still hasn't gotten a contract from the Ravens, an extension. Hey, but they got a wide receiver. But Odell Beckham has. She. God did. And um, it's great to see Odell Beckham, you know, back to signing contracts, back to doing an offseason and, and, and working on working on himself to get on the field. So – I'm excited to see what that means, but I think the bigger thing is that Lamar Jackson has to be staying, you think? Or does that not matter? Oh, um, I mean, I think as a competitor, as a player, it matters. Like, it, it might have came, in a sense, almost a little too late, like, as far as, like, the uh, 
the the look of it, you know what I mean? Um, but I mean it's Odell Beckham. I mean it's 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 something that you've been wanting, it's something that you've been asking for. It might it, again, you might feel like it's a little too late if you're Lamar Jackson, but I think it's something that you take. Does he stay? Uh, I don't know, man. I that I uh. You guys okay. sign him after he after he leaks that he wanted that he requested a trade and you guys suppress the information essentially. So then he leaks the information and then you guys go get Odell. It's just this is just nasty work all around from this organization, man. Nasty that's, work. That's 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 the best way to put it. I'll kind of leave it right there. I I totally agree with you. Um I mean, hey, the Ravens are going to do what they got to do for their future and what they see. Uh, they're, they're playing the game, really. They love Lamar Jackson. They truly do. And they want to keep him. They truly do. But they're, they're tiptoeing the line in the game, and they're going to do it in those means, not by any means necessary, you know? It's like we'll play the game, and, and we know we can win it, but if we don't come away with him, I mean, we're not going to just go all chips in. So, which which I still think is ridiculous because he's the guy that's kept you guys uh, relevant. So, anyways, you know, and I'll say this: I'll say this to end it. My fault. I'll say this to end that. Um, I don't think that if you're Lamar, I don't think that if you know that they're going after Odell, one that you leak that information. You know what I mean? That you're just like, yo, by the way, a month ago I asked for a trade, and you know, they didn't even say nothing. It wasn't even made public or nothing like that. One, you don't even Save if it's it true. There. Yeah, you just leave it there yeah, at that course. point. Because all right, that, y'all finally, the y'all finally, do, like, you know what I mean. Figuring things out. All right. So yeah, as an organization, man, I, as much as I'm sure Lamar would love to play with Odell Beckham and a, and a wide receiver of his caliber, um, barring any injury, of course. Um, I think that, again, I think I've said this before. Knowing the type of you know the type of character and the environment that he comes from. Um, the respect and the the principle might might be a little bigger than you know yeah, what I mean than, than the gesture that they just war. made. But yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I agree. I think that Odell Beckham can have a good year. It's a tough division. Um, it's going to be even tougher if he doesn't have Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. Yo, Devils winning overtime. Devils, Devils winning just overtime. Won in overtime. I saw the facial reaction. I love, it. I love it. Cash you out. Cash you out. So, Yo. listen, for those who are listening, um, we appreciate you first and foremost. Thank you for tuning into the All Things Sports podcast. Um, and we'll get into the show, but we're, we're kind of just brazing over what's been going on in, in life in general. But EP put a little parlay in, and he had uh, money on the Devils money line. And I still need Dallas to come through, but they're playing on ESPN right now. However, I told him whenever they cash out, interrupt because I need to know. And the game went to overtime. They were down. What were they down? Three, and then they scored the fourth yeah. one to win it. So that's that's exciting. That's that's what happens when we're getting to the playoffs. Right, playoff hockey is a different breed, and, and trying to win divisions. I think the Devils you, you mentioned to me earlier they they won the division. Is that true? Yeah, they, I think they just clinched the division, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Look at that. So shout out to the New Jersey Devils. Um, speaking of the playoffs, can we just kind of transition into basketball? Let's can do we it. do that? Because the playoffs, it. I did mention the playoffs, 
and we got some some exciting first round. There's a few first round matchups that I'm looking forward to. I would think you'd agree. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. This is going to be uh, an exciting first round. Absolutely. Now, which of these series? I'll name them all, and I want you to tell me which of these series you're most excited for, and then we'll do, you know, some outlook and predictions. But I want to tell. I want you to tell me which series you're most excited for in general. So. On the east side, we have the one eight, which is going to be unfortunately this is uh <laughs> this is to be Thursday determined night. Yeah, so it's still to be determined. <laughs> I would assume, uh, as a Miami Heat fan, we figure a way out to beat the Bulls, <laughs> and and we're playing versus Milwaukee in the first seed. However, it's Miami or Atlanta. And it doesn't make for a pretty series, whoever Milwaukee has to play. So we're Chicago, not going to even. Chicago. Hey, call it what you want. Chicago, <laughs> Milwaukee, whoever it is, it ain't going to be good for them. It's not a series I'm looking forward to. Uh, 1-8 on the west side is going to be either the Pelicans or the Oklahoma City Thunder. So whichever way that goes to me, it doesn't appeal to be the most exciting uh playoff matchup for me then you got the grizzlies lakers you got the celtics hawks you got the sixers nets you got the kings warriors you got the suns clippers and the Cavs knicks so it got it got it got it got gritty there it got gritty there um which of these are you most excited to see um, I think that the battle in Madison Square is going to be interesting and exciting um, to see these uh, the new NBA. You know what I mean? What what's what's been the torch has been handed over, and to see these, these players, uh, I think it's going to be very exciting. Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, uh, Jalen Brunson. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle. We're gonna see a battle in the first round for sure. I totally agree, and and I'm stuck over here. On two series in the West, I'm gonna I'm gonna hone in on one, uh, and I'm gonna go with Kings Warriors, the three six matchup that I, all season long I assumed that this would be a three six or four five series um, in favor of the Warriors being at home, but Ooh. the Kings stood their ground all season long, and I have to commend them, I have to applaud them and let them know that I was loud and wrong as far as thinking that they'd still be a playoff team, but just in the bottom four of the West. Now, that they're here, they're playing against, if not the worst, one of the worst road teams in the league in Golden State Warriors. Obviously, you know my mentality. Playoffs is a whole new ball game. (laughs) Nothing matters from what their regular season had. And, of course, uh, technically, things matter. However... Uh, in the moment and in big moments like first round playoff spots, the Warriors, they've been there, done that. You know, that's 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 bread and butter for them. So the Kings are going to have to play damn near perfect basketball for as many games as it takes to knock this team out. Because um, I don't expect the Warriors to go on the road for two games and lose both games. One, two, I don't expect them to lose either game. Technically, they can. All right, they can. 
Oh, for sure, they but can. They sure can. And guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna retract a little bit. I'm gonna retract a little bit. They should go one and one. Um, but you know, I don't think the Warriors are gonna just shit it out. You know what I mean? They're not gonna have a horrible series because they played mediocre in the regular season at times. Because yeah, we've nah. seen shine of them in the regular season too. That was really good. And I think they're gonna just bring that playoff energy that they that they know they have and turn it up a notch. So I'm excited to see them against the Kings in the first round. How do we think um, this? I uh... think... Go ahead. Yeah, my fault. I, I I actually was gonna was gonna go with that same series in the West. Um, I'm looking at their regular season matchup really quick. Uh, one and one, two and one. Uh, yeah, Warriors are three and one this season versus the Kings. Interestingly enough, so um, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Uh, I'm excited to see the type of uh, coaching that Steve Kerr does this first uh, this first round. That's going to be the most. That's really going to be the most interesting thing to watch. I I don't. So I'm not going to say it isn't something that's interesting to watch, but Steve Kerr's been here, done that. I don't. I don't like. The Kings are going to be, you know, Mike Brown, coach of the year. He's in a Facts. he's in a spot, right? Playing in a playoff <clears throat> series against his former team. Like he was just coaching in the Warriors and now he's gotten this team who hasn't been to the playoffs since forever ago into the playoffs and he's playing against them with 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 an opportunity to do something, with an opportunity to do something. And I don't think it gets done, but the fact that they're in this spot uh, says a lot about the Sacramento Kings and what they can what what they can do with their future. However, um, I, I yeah, I truly I truly think that this year it's not it's not it's not their year. It's not their year. Not if they have to play Golden State in round one. You know, yeah, if they play the Lakers, I, I think that they could beat the Lakers, and and that's beating LeBron James. Like, let's be real. You're beating LeBron James. I think they have a better chance beating the Lakers than the Warriors. And I still think the Lakers would beat them. Again, it's not their year. Um, I wanted to ask you how we how we think these series are going to kind of play out. Uh, I think we can both agree, like I mentioned, the 1-8 seed is, is going to be a first round uh -huh. easy breeze for, you know, both one seeds in the East and West. Uh, how do you think this four-five seed on the West, Suns, Clippers? How do you think that plays out? Paul George is going to miss at least the first game, if not the first few games of this playoff yeah. series. Need and I think that's going to—I think that's going to be the key right there. Um, this is looking like, uh, oh, man. And a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how I'm excited to watch the Clippers in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook in the playoffs. Blah, blah, blah. Ah. Yep. Um, and now it's like fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you guys win a game in the playoffs right now. To be honest, I I, I really think it it could it could get like that because as much wow. as you know, yeah, people want to. I mean, it could be a gentleman's, but and I could be wrong. I mean, you know, we 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 were here talking about the Kings months ago not being in the playoffs. You know, being in the playing and hundred percent. You know, so who I I think it's it's going to be a tough road for LA um but they do have home court advantage and you know if you got to go to game seven 
LA, no? Okay. No, Suns have home court advantage. Suns do have home court advantage because they're the four seed. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, Then, yeah, yeah, take that back. I think it's it's tough. I think it's tough. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it can can definitely be a sweep. I think it probably is a 4-1. If Paul George misses two games, it's it's – probably definitely a sweep i hate saying probably definitely it's just my my, my, my heart doesn't really want double, to say definitely, double positive yeah. yeah so but i uh i think this has high chances to be a sweep if paul george misses multiple games uh but the gentleman's is is what i see here for one this clippers team you know they they've been up and down and they battle injury every year but this year it's just a different team. It's not as uh, it's not as tight as the teams in the past have been for for them under the Tyron Lue era. But the West and, and the West itself is is you know like the fourth seed of the West is like a seventh seed in the East or, or you know something like that. So yeah, um, they make a big deal about beating home. the Lakers. They make a big deal about beating the Lakers and and having this head to head advantage in the Lakers, but uh, it's a, there's, there's more to oh, the season than, be, than it, beating yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what I did want to mention as far as the Kings and the Warriors series is that although the Warriors are going to have to go travel on the road, they're going from the Bay Area to Sacramento. You know what I mean? This isn't a they got to travel to Denver. They got to travel to Phoenix. You know, they don't have mm-hmm. to travel to Memphis and things like that. We they, they they almost had to travel to Memphis. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like as much of a road game, how much of a road game is it, you know? And they're 3-1 and one against them this season, so it, it kind of proves to yep. that. But anyways, um, how do you think this 76ers-Nets series goes? I think that that's – I think it could That should be a two. sweep, right? But it, yeah, Ooh. I think that's a you sweep. Think the, I think it could go four two on some on some fluke shit. But nah, I don't. Now that I, now that I'm actually looking at the matchup, you know, I'm looking at just the logos head to head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw you gotta do it sometimes. You just gotta look at the logos. It's different. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's another is what it is series. I think if you you could get one if you're Brooklyn, but maybe at the crib just for shits and giggles, you know. But yeah, nah. So, I you could, I you could get go. one for the crib because people come out to watch you, and you know what I mean. This is a very <laughs> good 76ers team, man. But I think um, Joel averages like thirty-five points this series. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, Claxton's gonna gonna be uh, real busy. Claxton's gonna be <laughs> real busy. That's what I'll say. But uh, those, I think it's a sweep. Kids, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sweep. Oh. I'm gonna go sweet Brooklyn. This Brooklyn Nets team has a lot of fight too. You know what I mean? They got a lot of fight. They play together. They play tough. Um, yeah, they, they play 48 minutes. Team. They got you know Mikel, Cam Johnson. But uh, by the way, shout out to Dimwitty and um, Kyle Kuzma for entertaining us on Twitter. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers, Grizzlies, man. This is tough because I think the Grizzlies are the clear favorite. They're the clear better team, but they clearly don't have LeBron James on that team. And, you know, I'm still stuck in my way of thinking that any team LeBron is on in a playoff series is is 
is going to give you your best chance to get through the first round. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I mean, from a betting standpoint, I think you got to take a little, you got to put a little sprinkle on, on the Lakers to win the series, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Just to win the series, just for, just for fun. Um, I don't know what the odds are, so don't ask me, but I'm sure they're pretty good because they're a fucking seven seed. (laughs) Um, so, uh, this could go like six, seven games. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, if LeBron wants to do what LeBron wants to do, first off, LeBron's going to do what LeBron wants to do. That's that's actually first and foremost. I should have said it that way. Um, it, it could be it could be uh, a tough road for Memphis in this first round. It really could. I'll say this. I'll say this. Like, Memphis, if they just get it going, and we're going to see that, that Lakers team that's so inconsistent and goes down 15 thinking they're going to be able to come back, like, that's not going to win them this series. Um, Memphis is not going to let them do that. So if the Lakers come out as, as that Laker team that's been playing together, tough defense, um, D'Angelo Russell moving the ball, LeBron James looking as healthy as, as ever, Anthony Davis, yeah. you know, getting his, and he has been as late as of late. So, you know, if that team can, can, can get itself together for a series, that team led by LeBron James and hopefully second fiddle Anthony Davis is consistent, you know, like that they have, they have two, you know, perennial all-star type players. So it's all, all it takes is for them to get hot at the right time and be in the right moment at the right time. And this is what I think is for the Lakers. So I'm going to take the Lakers here. In seven games versus the Grizzlies. And last week, my closing thoughts were, if the Lakers win their playing game, they're going to win their first round series. I'm standing on it. Let's go. Let's go. That's that. Uh, On the east side, we have the Hawks-Bucks. I feel like we both know Hawks-Bucks and Milwaukee versus eighth seed. Is going to be a breeze. And then on the West Coast, Denver versus eighth seed is a breeze. But we already talked about the other three. So there goes that as far as our playoff matchup outlooks and predictions and what we think about those series. Uh, we gave you guys our favorite series each. And um, I want to ask you this now. Who's the biggest sleeper contender in your opinion? So just to be clear, it's a contender that has a chance, but nobody don't really think they can they can do it. And when I'm talking about contender, I'm saying win a championship. Who we're already here in the playoffs. Championship. We're already here in the playoffs. Who is a sneaky sleeper contender for a championship? I said sneaky uh, sleeper. I meant biggest sleeper. <laughs> I think if I'm looking at it, I think the the biggest sleeper is is going to be Cleveland. To be honest, um, I don't really see. I mean, could Sac- could Sacramento pull off the you know? I want to say Golden State up upset, but it, it, it it's it wouldn't be an upset apparently. Um, no, 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 no. If Golden State, I think if Golden State wins the championship this year, that they'd be. They're they're a sleeper. I don't think nobody's expecting them to win a championship. Honestly, yeah, I think it, you know, I think so it's, like, it's Cleveland or it's Golden State. 
Well, pick and one. It's probably Golden State. It's 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 I'm probably asking you Golden who State you got because as a six seed, being being the Warriors, you know. Um, but then again, to argue the Cavs, it's like if it's the Cavs, like the Cavs haven't won a championship without LeBron James, you know, and. Yeah. They're also in a position where nobody's expecting them to win. We're we're there's a lot of people that think the Knicks are going to win this series. So like, getting out of the first round would consider beating the Knicks and the Bucks in the first two series, and then have to play in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, um, against yeah. Philly or Boston, and you know, realistically, like that ain't happening. That ain't happening. But so I do like the Golden State pick for you. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I don't even want, I don't even want to do this. I'm gonna say Philadelphia. So we got okay. Joel Embiid in an MVP year. James Harden has played all-star basketball this year, wasn't selected. Fair enough. There were guys that also could have made it that didn't. It happens every year. Um, Maxi has become this this guy that you have to sign to the next contract. You know what I'm saying? And they're they're not so deep behind that with, you know, the likes of Tobias Harris, obviously. But it's not like they've got all these greats and all-stars on their team it's it's two guys and if if milwaukee goes down i don't believe i don't see it to be true you know we're talking about sleepers here by the way like there is also just reality where it's like i got milwaukee versus you know uh whoever such in the west and it's just like i still think milwaukee's gonna win but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say philadelphia i was kind of dragging it there but I'll say Philadelphia. Sorry about that. That's my biggest sleeper contender. What is your most individual matchup? Most exciting individual matchup? Um, I'm going to probably say the uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson matchup. Mm. I'm excited to see that. Okay. Dear go Fox and uh Fox and uh I gotta I gotta just choose one. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go D Mitch and, and Jalen Brunson. I gotta just choose one. D Mitch and Jalen Brunson. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. You know, this is the first time they face off since that uh Toronto Raptors finals win, I believe, in the playoffs. Um before that it was well, you know, Kevin Durant was on the Warriors before that as well. So uh, that was the last time they've played. And we didn't get to see a full series of Kevin Durant. I want to see what Kevin Durant is going to do in the first round of the playoffs. He's had time off. He's missed games for injury. You know, he's fresh as ever. He should be fresh as ever. And this team is still commanding a brand new energy toward them in a positive way because they're winning games, right? They look good. It's not like they're they looking like they got to figure things out. Obviously, they have to figure things out, but they don't look like it. So it's a well-oiled machine right now. Kevin Durant is is the easiest tool to just fit in and uh, and match up. So 
I'm excited to see how Kawhi Leonard can handle Kevin Durant pause and um and vice versa because Kawhi's gonna have to bring it without Paul George, you know, for however many games. So that's my uh my most exciting individual matchup. I, I want like to turn that. things like now to the MLB. I, I'm watching the Cardinals Pirates game and the Cardinals are Very actually nice. down they're down four zip. They got the bases loaded with two outs. So, I mean, you couldn't ask for okay. a better situation if you're down four zip in the bottom of the eighth. Now, speaking of the Cardinals, I wanted to congratulate and bring up rookie Jordan Walker. Did you know that he tied Ted Williams? We're all familiar with Ted Williams, one of the best hitters yes. in the game ever. He tied Ted Williams for the most hits to start a career age 20 or younger. In consecutive oh, games, and it was at like nine this past weekend. Uh, I think it might have snapped over the weekend, but it was last that night. Now he deserves a lot of Rookie of the Year conversation as the year goes on for NL Rookie of the Year. Um, okay. Also, Corbin Carroll, Diamondbacks outfielder. It's going to get a lot of rookie of the year looks. Um, but, man, baseball week two, it's been it's been exciting. MLB is back. We've made some money. We've lost some money. The parlays are going strong, though. I think we've made more than we've lost. That's um, a definite fact as well. And, you know, the weekly holiday that we Big celebrate. Up. <laughs> at your Corbin Day. Big so, up that man. Um, we're gonna kind of follow along, and this is some funny shit. We're gonna we're gonna follow along with Patrick Corbin Day week in and week out on the All Things Sports podcast because um, I I don't uh, if if this, if it were religion I don't pray as much as EP does. However, um, he 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 has more to say on Patrick Corbin Day more times than I will. But I will say I've 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 won on Patrick Corbin Day so. I'll, I'll I'll chime in here and there because I know I'm gonna celebrate, you know, again. Um, Come on, man. How did Patrick Corbin Day go for you this week? Uh, Patrick Corbin Day this week, Mister Fade. Uh, what did we take this week on Patrick Corbin? I so I think myself. it was the. Uh, it might have been the first five. Um, for Washington. No, for the right. A's. It was the first five for the A's, and it didn't cash, actually, is what happened this week. It did not cash. Um, but Patrick Corbin. The over would have cashed, though. The over yeah. definitely would have cashed. Should have took the over. <laughs> the over would have cashed. Should have so just faded both you, of those The boys. way to play it, yeah. It, yeah, it's just it's not necessarily when you fade Patrick Corbin, you don't necessarily just take the other team to win. You take you can take the other team's team total, you can take the over in the first five, but they're in some way, shape, or form, you have to fade that boy Patrick Corbin. And I mean, what 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 did I just say? Five innings, seven hits, four earned runs, three walks, three yeah, strikeouts, I remember. seven point seven one ERA. Like I every remember. week. Every so, week without we'll, fail. We'll, st- we'll still be celebrating, you know. That's the ups and downs. But uh, Patrick Corbin Day was 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 not nice to us this week. Uh, the Rays, though, man, hottest team in baseball, hottest team in the MLB. The Tampa Bay Rays with the ugliest stadium in the MLB. Um, 
13 games You're like the straight. fifth person that's ever told me that, too, that that stadium is it, just... Because it's, it's true. And I've been there, so it's like... <laughs> not to say, like, I've been there, but I, I have, like, the actual visual representation in my brain, like, yeah, this is this is as bad as they say it is. Um, not as good as the juice. Not as good as the juice, and the juice is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> the juice is overrated. We'll talk about that on the uh, on the World Health Podcast. <laughs> this ain't that. But no, nah, the Rays, man, thirteen games to start the season win streak. That's the most. It's tied for the most in the modern MLB era. But you know the MLB ran back from the 1800s and shit, so <laughs> it's like you can't. You hey, can't they're doing it. it decisively. They're doing it like without a doubt type. Yeah, type they're of they're winning games know? by more than four runs or four runs or more. I heard this stat. It was like their win. Their game differential is like it wasn't even the game differential. It was nine straight games. Winning the game by more than four runs and hitting a home run in that game, some shit like oh, that. God. I'm like, what okay. the fuck? So they're yeah. To your point, they are winning those games with ease. Uh, today they squeaked one out <laughs> versus the Red Sox late in the fifth. Yeah, major comeback in the fifth, like seven runs, uh-huh. and and it's just landed them, uh, you know, the best record in baseball. So that's that's got to be exciting if you're a Rays fan. Um, I don't know if you wanted to chime in on on something. Yeah, um, I had him on a ticket today, but um, the fucking Orioles made me sweat a first five against the A's and then didn't get the result. That's so bad, bro. It was like, I think it was like seven to seven in the fifth inning, bro. It was it was was really nasty. How you let the yo? I peeped that. I did peep that. I was looking at it earlier. I'm like, damn. Yeah, and then Allie Rushman. Oh, uh, because we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. and you told me how you felt, and I didn't take it. So when I saw it, it was you're like, "Yo, that's gonna be sweaty." When I saw it was seven seven in the in the fifth, bottom of the fifth, I was like, "Oh shit!" And they couldn't they couldn't bring a runner home, oh, which was the worst shit. part. Wow. Um, but shout out to that boy, uh, Ali Rushman, with the walk off today. Um, first career walk off. First career walk off. Fire ever apparently. I don't know if you. I don't yeah. know if you heard that part of the question. I don't know if you watched that the the post game interview. No. But they asked him. They were like, "Yes." Yeah. So I was watching the post game, and they asked him. They're like, "Hey, is that your first?" He's like, "They're like, how many? Uh, which? How many number of walk offs is that for you?" He's like, "It's my first one." And then the announcer was like, "Oh, like ever? Like little league, high school, like college?" Right. Um, I didn't know him as a college player, but apparently he was. Yeah, right. Me he either. was. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, "Yeah, I never had a walk off home run before. That's my first one." Wow, that's crazy. In the MLB, right. that's awesome. So, funny story. Shout out to uh, Abbott Elementary. You know Abbott Elementary, right? You've of course. heard of the of show. Um, apparently, Mr. I, I don't want to say Mr. George. I, I don't know what his name is in the show, but the Everybody Hates Chris Kid. It's just that when I, whenever I think of Mr. George, it's the, it's the <laughs> Mr. Yort. You Mr. need a Mr. George. <laughs> Yo, I can't. Yeah, I can't. So, yeah. so um, yo, I be, see, I be making jokes and then losing my whole train of thought. But uh, Adley Rutschman walk off home run the, in Abbott Elementary. He makes a comment to the lunch lady or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, Adley Rutschman hit a walk off today, and such and such only hit for a single today." 
And bro, that dude only hit for a single today, and Rutschman, Rutschman hits the walk off. And he was, uh, and it was his oof. first career one, so it was like it's not like yeah. it's happened before. And I think the crazy thing about it is that he was uh, 0 for four that game, if I'm not mistaken, throughout the wow. game, and it came up, it came up in the bottom of the ninth. Gotta love it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna I want to circle back to the Rays real quick, um, because I mean everyone's thinking about it, at least in the betting community. Who is gonna be the first team to hand them their first L? Ooh. What's their schedule? They, what are their next two? They series? got a they got a three game series against uh, Toronto, and then they got a at home. I think it's a f- no in Toronto. They're flying to Toronto. And I think they have a like a three game series in Cincinnati. <laughs> That's wow. I, I don't think it's happening in Cincinnati. What's the series but, after um, Cincinnati? So they got three games in Toronto, three games in Cincinnati, and then they get the White Sox at home for three days. Okay. And then they so, get the Astros at home for three days. I mean, realistically, I'm gonna assume that it comes. Uh, during the Toronto series, probably game one or two. I don't think they're going to go like to me, if, if they go two and over Toronto, they're sweeping Toronto. That's the, like, cause if they beat them one and two, it's like, all right, we, we really are just, this is us truly rolling right now and nothing matters. We're just rolling. Ooh. If they get to that, to that 15, but if they lose game one or game two, like, all right, listen, we are human. They might lose a series. Um, and then, you know, they could even still go back to Cincinnati and sweep. But if they win one and two, I definitely see a sweep. I don't think they're winning one and two, though. I think they'll lose one or two. Um, what you thinking there? I do not see them. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Game one, um, and I hate to do it, and I'm going to say it every time I do it, but I'm going to I'm gonna do it every time I say it. <laughs> I hate to fade Jose Barrios as he's a fellow Puerto Rican. But That's game hilarious. one, Jose Barrios at the crib, um, he's one in four against the Rays career lifetime with a 5.86 ERA. I don't think Jose Barrios is going to get the win, unfortunately. Um, I also don't see Kikuchi getting the win in game two for Toronto. Um, So that being said, I would see Alec Manoa doing it game three, but you place a good point that if they win the first two, then I mean, (laughs) that rubber match, as they, that last rubber match, as they call it, the last game of the series. I mean, it's still a toss up, but I I think you place a good point there, but I'm going to go with the game three of the blue Jays series. Is the one that they lose. Okay. Okay. I mean, so and, they'll and, go hey, effectively as fifteen and one if they do lose that. Damn, and I mean, this is crazy what we're talking about, right? Like, even if they go thirteen and three and then have to play Cincinnati, they're gonna just end up with the two more wins there at least. So it's like, word. All right, all right. Shout out to the Rays, man. If they, it'd be cool to see them win the division over the Yankees. It'd be cool. Um, what's not cool to see is injuries. And every time, you know, sports come around, we're going to deal with injuries um, and we're going to see them. Adam Duvall, who had one of the hottest weeks, if not the hottest week in the first week of 
MLB this year. He fractures his uh, wrist. I think he was hit by a pitch, if I'm not mistaken. Fractured his wrist. I could be wrong, but uh, nonetheless, that's what it was too. Yeah, he'll be out for some time, nonetheless. And uh, it's obviously a big spot in our lineup as far as the Red Sox, where I mean that's a cleanup guy, right? That's that's the guy right there in the middle of the order that that's that's bringing things in. That's uh, getting our pop, but uh, we'll have to figure things out without him. Otherwise, O'Neill Cruz, Pirates shortstop, he's like six four. He's sliding into home base, and the catcher kind of like comes out and blocks the plate. I think that's illegal nowadays in baseball. Comes yeah, it is. You gotta give him a lane. And um, yeah, he he fractured his his fibia. And oh, he'll be out for a minimum of four months. You know, and, hey, that's and a that's confirmation a, on Duval. It's a fractured wrist. Sorry to interrupt. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't know if it was a hit by pitch or how it happened. But he won't be having surgery. He's straight. He's great. Right. Right. Um Yeah, so like O'Neill Cruz getting hurt for four months is it puts a huge hole in the Pirates, you know, infield. Um and they got to figure out what they're going to do there and, and who's going to replace that hole. Um, otherwise, they're going to have huge problems, which they're already a team that's on the cusp of like, all right, you guys are a regular team. But, you know, with their health and them playing good, they can turn into something. But this is this is devastating for them. Um, EP, you want to get into our, our power rankings here? eight um, I think I think we should get into the power rankings, and all right, let's do it. MLB. So I'll far. say this, I'll say this. If you listen to our last week's episode, we did the NBA power rankings. We're not doing an NBA power rankings this week because it's the playoffs, and as I mentioned, everything resets, and we got to see it. Mm-hmm. We can do a power rankings going into the second round. We could do that, but. We got to see who's showing up and what what version of these teams are showing up in the NBA. But we're talking about the MLB right now. And with the power rankings last week for the NBA, I was a lot more of the influence on that than EP. EP, though, this week came in and has a lot more uh, influence on this on this MLB. And and I wanted I wanted I wanted it that way too because. I want to pick your brain with it, and I and I I, I somewhat I somewhat agree. It's not, not like I'm just putting teams on here that I don't <laughs> totally think should be here at all. We're not here to sound crazy, but um, you made your points, and I questioned, and but you do have some good ones. So at five, Chicago Cubs, Chicago, uh, Dansby Swanson, obviously the new new acquisition over there. They're they hitting. got uh Nico over there. They're hitting. They're hitting. They're hitting right now. Cody Bellinger's over there, uh, so you know they got some. They got some pop. And um, Eric Hosmer's over there. Eric they Hosmer. got Patrick, Patrick Wisdom's over there. They got they got a, a sneaky Nico, lineup. Over Nico there, Horner. Right? Yep, lead off. They got a sneaky lineup over there, man. Um, I love what they're doing. Um, Marcus Stroman uh, having a great year right now. Um, their bullpen is. Is doing great. So I mean, I think I think they're like at like a little over the bullpen's like a little over a four, but they're still in the top ten as far as bullpen rankings is concerned. So I had to put the Cubs in there at, at five. 
at four, the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brew Crew, as they call them. Um, I st- another team that's just hitting. They're just they're they're doing what they got to do. Their bullpen is at a two point eight three on the season so far. Um, their batting averages are at a two sixty four overall. I could go into the splits as far as left and right, but they're hitting and they're winning games. So um, we all know, you know, uh, Hauser's over there as far as uh, pitching staff and 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 their aces are have always been not always, but for the past couple of years, the, the right. Brewers bullpen has been. Has been they I got, would say uh, top notch. Corbin Burns you know over I mean? there. Corbin Burns is over there. Um, so definitely, dude, these first two weeks of the season had to put Milwaukee at four there. At three, the twenties, the twenty twenty twenties, Minnesota Small twenties. Fuck, Some motherfuckers put eleven fucking runs on me today, man. Oh, maybe see you didn't mention that in the in the pre show. You didn't mention that. That that all right. All right. All right um, this is one that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, I think that I think that I'm gonna go over a few teams that I think that should have made this list. Um, okay. But the Twins will give give me you know you, they're hitting. Okay, I get it. I get it. and they're winning games. I think they're eight and four right now, so they're mm-hmm. winning games. I can't argue that. Um, all right, we'll leave that there. Sunny Gray's doing Sunny number, Gray's doing great. The bullpen is top three, oh, like two point eight three runs. Me a break. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Get, all right. How about this? Wait till next week's power rankings, and we'll see where Minnesota. They're, they're about. Minnesota. They're a, <laughs> Sunny. We might have to start fading Sunny Gray later in this season, bro. I, Sunny, I forgot. He, I didn't oh, even know he man. pitched. Though you just gave me some good news. So. They're batting hey, the two forty four. Pablo Lopez. They, they got Pablo Lopez though. You know, starting pitching over there. That's their ace, and he's been having a good season. I think he's had two starts now. So, um, the Braves at two, and I think that's that's pretty fair. That's that's deserving, with what they've been able to do, um, coming off of a World Series. They don't seem like a team that's waiting for anything. They don't seem like a team that isn't ready yet. They they look like they're mm-hmm. ready to go get the next one. Um, and they've shown that they can put runs up. They've got their pitching staff doing good work. Um, and all the talent in the world over there. They, they got a real good squad. Michael Harris did get hurt and placed on the IL, but I don't think it's going to be nothing too drastic. However, yeah. still a, a, a hole in your center field and at speed and contact you, you're missing. But um, they look like they're doing just fine. At number one, it's the obvious. We mentioned them earlier, 13 straight wins to start the season, breaking records in the MLB. They got the uh, Mexican uh, national representing Randy Arozarena on that squad. And I feel like any team that has Randy Arozarena on it is going to just do good. Like I think he has such an impact in that way. So, all right, we got just a recap at five Cubs, four Brewers, three Twins. Two Braves, one Rays. Now, talk to me, dude. Talk to me. We, so obviously, there's the Houston Astros, right? And and just for the listenership, um, they're not playing top five baseball right now. So I can totally not at all because I just wanted to throw their name out there in the sense that they're the perennial best team in the league. You know, everybody's expecting them, but they're not doing that right now. So. They're winning some games here, but they're losing some games here too, and they don't look like 
you know, that Astros team that we thought, all right, best team in the league, can't beat them. Boom. That's fair. However, the Yankees, they've been playing really good baseball. They've been pitching pretty good. Uh, even though they're missing, you know, some guys from their pitching staff with injury. The rookies and the young guys are, are stepping up. I like it. I just you got they're, go. they're 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 one of those teams that live and buy the live and buy live and die by the home run and oh and yeah. you know what I mean like you're you're striking out above average and I, I get it do. when you make when you make contact you're making contact and, and 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 you're hitting out the yard but when you don't make contact you're looking silly and you're stumbling over the plate and shit like that you know like this is just and this is a Yankee fan speaking for the listeners who don't know you know what I mean so definitely um okay now. Here's where my true concern comes in. That was like light, moderate, and then we'll go with uh, strong. Is, is the, okay. I use strong. Um, San Diego Padres. I mean, new acquisitions, Xander Bogarts over there making an impact already. Clearly, Manny Machado, Juan Soto have been doing good. We saw a series versus the Mets that the Padres won or – yeah, I think the Padres won the series. And the Mets, the Mets are a team that I think a lot of people would think should be in this power rankings, but the Mets aren't playing up to what we thought the Mets would be this season. Now, um, they played a good series versus the Padres, but the Padres were better, and they are showing that they can be the NL winners at the end of the season. So, um, based I off think that, that I think we needed to find space for them. Boy. I got you. I think those are notable mentions. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I I get that they could pick up at any moment, but the fact that they're batting two twenty nine as a team right now, um, bottom five in the league. Um, I get that we're thir- it's a small sample size. We're thirteen games in, but we're doing the power rankings for the first thirteen no, games. No, no, so no. I yeah, it all it all it all definitely makes sense. Fair enough. I mean. Uh... Thank you for the baseball input. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, you know giving me the basketball talk and and debating with me. I'm gonna let you take it away here. Get us into these EPL thoughts, EPs, EPL, and Champions League. What you got for us this week? Yeah, we are in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. First legs just went uh, just went through. Man City handled Bayern, absolutely just handled three uh, nil. In England, so they're gonna go to Bayern. They're gonna go to Germany for the second leg. Um, I mean, I think that's gonna. It'll probably be a, a lower scoring game, but I, I'd still see like a two-one Man City in that second leg uh, next week. Inter Milan shocked the. I want to say the world because Benfica is in, in crazy form in the Portuguese league. Um, I took Benfica on a ticket, and Inter Milan just shocks the world two-zero. In Benfica, so now they get to go back to to Italy and 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 kind of close it out. Uh, this quarterfinal matchup that I'm about to go into is m- the most exciting one to me because it involves two Italian powerhouses, Milan and, and Napoli, uh, and that ended in a one nil Milan win this first leg, which is interesting, um, a little scary. I think Napoli's going to have to go for. I mean, they not think they're going to have to go for it in the second leg of this game. They're going to have to win by one or more goals um, to advance. 
And Chelsea, they're in this weird form right now where um, I don't know if they know what they want to play for or not, whether they want to, you know, kind of stay in top 10, whether they want to win Champs League this year. Uh, but, I mean, Real Madrid's great team, obviously. my One of my favorite players, Karim Bezema, uh, scored the goal in that 2-0 Chelsea defeat. So that was great. Um, and we got eight weeks left in the EPL right now. Um, top two deci- top two positions have been decided. I mean, Arsenal and Man City are up there. No one's catching them. Um, but the race for three, four, and five is is very present. Does Tottenham make a push in these next uh, eight weeks? Um, and the same in the uh, Italian series as well, three, four, five. Um, Roma sitting at, at three, um, and Inner and AC are sitting at four, five. So we'll see what happens there. And then uh, France, PSG is getting chased down by Lens right now. Lens is right behind them, um, and PSG is kind of in a little bit of a slump. So we'll see if they can hold on. But soccer again, getting exciting. We're rounding up the Champs League, uh, club league, club uh, season's about to end. So exciting. Well, we appreciate EP's EPL every week. You know, I learned something new, and. Uh... I'm sure the listeners, I'm sure the listeners that don't know about it are learning something new. And the ones that do follow along with EPL and Champions League are, are enjoying that insight as well. So I just want to say this, E, there's looks like that Stars game cashed. It many, looks how like many it did. Left? How many minutes left? How many minutes left? One zero with like nine seconds left. That's what ESPN.com is telling me. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get this reaction to close out. Check for me. Oh snap! Yeah, um, that's an eleven unit day. That's uh, I pay fifty dollars unit. So you multiply fifty by eleven point eight one, and you know how much profit I made today. That was amazing. I was uh, I was I was really stressed. I was I was really sweating that earlier. <laughs> I was really sweating that earlier, yo, because Baltimore really almost ruined my day earlier. That's All right, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's how. Yeah, see, that's how you end the pod. Let's <laughs> go. Get in with the less risk, more profit game. I've been trying to you tell you. Follow us on Twitter at ATS Pod on Instagram at ATS Pod Official. Share, tag, like, all that. Appreciate you. <laughs>